It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, just a, a quick little intro here. Uh, I'm going to play a conversation on this special Saturday pod, a conversation that I had with um, our new friends at 98 Strong. They work with um, name, image, and likeness stuff with 98% of college athletes. They'll explain all that in a second. I thought it was interesting, kind of the business behind all of this, so uh, enjoy. We're now joined by our friends from 98 Strong, Andrew Mavis, Hugh Hellman. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having us on. Really excited. Of course. Yeah. Of course, guys. So NIL has been such a big topic of the offseason, and you guys have really been in the thick of all of this stuff. So uh, if you would kind of talk about what 98 Strong is and what this crazy offseason or really since, uh, I guess, July 1st, what does that look like for y'all? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely been crazy. Uh, definitely a time of uh, similar like the wild, wild west. You know, institutions are scrambling to get their own policies down. Um, student athletes are out there vetting, vetting organizations that they want to, you know, work with. Um, you know, we started 98 Strong in April. And me and my co-founder, Nick Bunn, who also played water polo, um, I played water polo at George Washington University. He played water polo at Harvard. We noticed that there'd be a pretty big disparity between student athletes and the 2%. Mm -hmm. So you've got you know, the big time kids that go pro, you know, with thousands of followers on Instagram and football, basketball, even baseball. Right. And then you got the whole other 98% that, that has a huge opportunity to capitalize, you know, based on this new ruling um, that maybe wouldn't be seeing opportunities because they have a thousand, two thousand followers. Yeah. So, you know, we started this with the whole mission in mind to get that 98% response opportunities they deserve um, because there's tremendous amount of value in those kids and the brands are seeing that. I absolutely love that. And since July 1st, Locked on Auburn, we have signed and talked to four Auburn players and two of those guys are walk-ons and then one of them is a running back who will get a chance in the league, but then the other is a guard and, you know, an offensive yeah. lineman that, that you know, um, Brandon, I think, has like 1,500 followers on Instagram. So, I mean, nothing crazy yeah. by any, any stretch of the imagination, but I think it's cool that guys like this can benefit from that. Absolutely, and I think that's what you know makes us different. You see a lot of these big-time NIL platforms that want to do the 100K deal with you know the starting running back, but you got, you got just like the, the guard you were just talking about. He only has 1,500, but that guy is so respected in his community and on totally. campus. Totally, yeah. As one of the hardest workers out there, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he's a starter on the football team, yeah. period. Right. And even the walk-on, you got to think that anybody in his hometown community that can be like, that guy is representing, you know, one of the sponsors working with is Uptime Energy, for example. That guy's work with Uptime Energy. That makes me want to use that drink because I mm -hmm. respect that guy's opinion. I know him as a follower. Absolutely. So what, what have conversations been like with brands with, you mentioned upstart energy or, or, or any kind of group, what does that look like as far as you making the pitch? Okay. We've got all of these kids, um, that, that are different things, whether it's a water polo athlete, like you said, whether it's a walk on quarterback, like we've talked about with some of the guys that I've picked up, but what are those, what, what does the sales pitch look like? Yeah. So, you know, for example, with this uptime energy deal, it's like, we're able to go to them and say, hey, we have hundreds of athletes in our database. You have to think you could pay the same price, right, to get one kid with 200,000 200, followers right. to post about you. Or you can have 50 student athletes throughout the country. Or let's say you wanted to market only in Texas, right? You can have 50 student athletes in Texas all talking about your drink, 
your product with this, with even more reach, right? That, that 50 person squad is 50 student athletes that have make up, you know, 500,000 followers. Sure. Absolutely. Right? Tremendous value in that. Right. Yeah. And you can kind of spread it across the whole realm of Texas, whether it's TCU or Texas tech, or even some of the smaller schools and things like that. I'm not going to mention the sec school in Texas though, if that's okay. No, no, that's fine with me. I'm just providing examples here, man. Of course, hypotheticals. Of course, hypotheticals. Of course. Hypothetical. Yeah. No, that's cool though. That's cool. So, how? Uh, I mean, is there any kind of vetting process for these athletes, or they just reach out to you and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this." So a lot of them, a lot of times, will reach out and say, "Hey, you know, as 98 percent athlete, you know, you're a kid that's got 2,000 followers on the Brown University rowing team or the Auburn tennis team. Sure, you know, just to be perfect for you because." alone you might not have an opportunity but with us and when we pair you with a bunch of other student athletes around the country you can make 20 to 50 bucks for posting on instagram and to me that's pretty solid you know in college i'm gonna love that a week yeah you Uh, kidding me i was working at a library on campus for uh for any kind of money so absolutely that'd be great so that's that's our whole point our our whole thing is to over deliver to the athlete yeah to bring value to the athlete We'll never take any percentage of the deal from the athlete. We'll charge the brand X amount of dollars and pay out accordingly based on their follower and engagement rates and overpay as much as possible. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's fantastic. So we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon during media days. Earlier today, Nick Saban talked about how their quarterback, Bryce Young, is closing in on a million dollars in NIL money. Yeah. What kind of deals are you guys hearing? And, and we don't need to know the brand or the player involved or anything like that. But, I mean, these massive deals that are happening that aren't necessarily public. I mean, you're hearing about the stuff in Miami. You're hearing about the, the place in Arkansas that's, like, you know, uh, essentially sponsoring Arkansas's offensive line and all that. But, I mean, these big-time athletes are signing these supposedly big deals, and you're not really seeing them post anything yet or anything, but... What are you guys hearing as far as like the upside of this in regards to these bigger deals that are kind of happening behind closed doors right now? Well, to be honest with you, we've stayed out of the area of those big deals. Okay. Right. I, I, I always am watching it in terms of, you know, it's interesting that you say that we haven't seen a lot of posting yet. I think what it really comes down to before big time student athlete signs a deal, not only is there a betting process on their side, whether that's their sports agent or their parents even, yeah. but there's also the compliance piece to this, right? Right. They want to make sure that whatever deal they're going into doesn't mess with their eligibility. Sure. Um, so it's like, you know, that, that, that's, that's our number one thing. We, we give the kids, you know, a week to two weeks, check with your school, you know, send this letter that we have for you, check with your school. And I think that's, that's really what might be slowing it down, right? They got to get clearance. Are you seeing different schools handling it different ways? Because some of the Auburn guys that I've talked to, they've got this influencer app that they have to submit everything through and then it goes yeah. to compliance and then they go over it with them and then it's good. And then some of the things are getting turned down. And then, you know, I talked to those guys and it's like, yo, you know, a couple of my teammates went to South Carolina or, you know, some other SEC school. And he's like, they don't have to do any of this. They just, it's just green light no matter what. Yeah. Are y'all seeing that? Absolutely. I think as this, you know, we really call it the wild west. I mean, every school is going to have their own rules, yeah. right? Every school is going to have their own compliance platform. 
Um, you know, there, there are a variety of different, you know, technological platforms that student athletes have to submit a form and the compliance officer goes in and, and checks that everything's legal. What always blows my mind, I think Texas is a good example of this. You have to report the deal seven days prior to signing. Everywhere's different. This is right? Texas Longhorns? Like that yeah. Texas? Okay, gotcha. Texas in general. And, in all, you know, in, in, in Auburn, I don't know how Auburn's doing it, but I, I know they have to submit a form, mm-hmm. right? And what blows my mind is how it's different for every school. Why can't it just be uniform and simple? Well, when I was, because uh, I interacted with some of these guys like on July 1st when it was happening. Yeah. And they were showing me their app and I thought it was just like an influencer app and maybe I'm sure other schools are using it. And then it just had like an Auburn university watermark in the background of it. And I was like, okay, I assume this company, whatever company made this app, they've just kind of, you know, done it for different athletics departments. But it seems like most of them don't have that. It seems like most of them are just like, do whatever you want to do. Yeah. A lot of schools do not like in this, in this initial phase, just like a, you know, going from, from G. George Washington University, I received the email that the athletic director sent out to the, all the kids. I mean, it said, right now, you don't have to report anything. Just make sure that the school logo is not in it. Make sure mm-hmm. you're not taking it on the field at the school. Make sure that there's no, there's no name, image, and likeness of the school included in your posts because that's where you can get in the most trouble, really, more than Right. Ever. Right. Do you think you're going to see some schools just be okay with that? This, the long term of just doing it or, or, terms or of as far as like including, including the logo of the school. Oh, so in these first waves, I don't think they will be at all. What we've actually heard, because we had this one company approach us that like does, you know, tailor designed, um, let's say Auburn university shirts, but it's using the school name, but it's a different logo. Okay. Right? That's still a school name. What would have to happen is a percentage of that deal that the athlete were to receive would have to go back to the school for using the name and likeness of the university. So this, it's all about money, man. Like totally. the, school, the school wants to make sure they're able to profit if the student's profiting off their name. But the schools also, and this is where I kind of see it going eventually, especially some of the, like the, the folks that care more about recruiting is like, I just have a hard time buying the fact that like, if, if Bryce young wanted to go to, you know, do a commercial for whatever company, and he went to Saban or if he went to, you know, somebody, whoever, it, whoever the person to talk to is in regards to, you know, the University of Alabama and said, hey, I need to wear my helmet for this commercial shoot. I'm getting paid, you know, $300,000. Like, I just have a hard time seeing that they would turn that down just from a recruiting standpoint. So interesting point. So from a recruiting standpoint, totally hold here. Yeah. You think they'd want to advertise as much as possible. Yeah. But it's interesting that that 300000 a cut of that would have to go back to the university somehow. Do you think There's, that cut will be different sizes based on the school? I think so. Okay. I think it's whatever the school would require in that situation. That's where, like, you know, the legal counsel gets involved with both sides and says, you know, maybe we take 5K because if you're going to profit off this and you're using our helmet, right. there's got to be some kickback to us. Totally. Totally. So there's different elements to it that I think make it more complicated than they need to be. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. So, so in this early phase with, uh, with 98 strong, what kind of phase of this business plan are you guys in right now? Are you guys trying to get more athletes? Are you guys trying to get more potential brands to, uh, to work with you guys and work with your athletes both, uh, or something or something else? Yeah, both. Yeah. I mean, we have, you know, Hugh, who has been tremendous for us who's on the call, Sure. you know, out recruiting athletes once is spreading the word about us and understanding this is the place to come. It's 98 percenter. 
that's big. And then from a brand perspective, of course, I mean, we're always looking for sponsors. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, we've, we've seen company. I mean, we haven't, we've, we've gotten deals for kids, but in terms of posting product is still being shipped. Right. So the actual campaigns haven't even started, Mm -hmm. but the companies have loved this because sometimes it might just be sending free gear and sometimes it'll cost, you know, anywhere from a thousand to two thousand bucks to get a bunch of social media engagement. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's, we're really both sides right now. We're really honing on to get the kids. We have hundreds of kids now and then the sponsors are just coming as we get the kids. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. What have you guys seen in regards to, I mean, is it all social media or is there some other kind of avenue that, um, that we're seeing? I mean, when this was all kind of being thrown around the hypotheticals of all this before it became legal and, and all that stuff, you heard about like autograph signings and like, you know, them coming out car dealership were always kind of the ones that were thrown out there. Like, you know, whatever quarterback or running back is going to come out on a Saturday morning and, and, you know, you can come meet him if you come buy a car or something, you know, something like that. Are you guys seeing that or is that going to be more probably at like the local level? I, absolutely. I mean, of course, there's a lot of that on the local level, like, you know, us being more based in the Northeast, we have local deals, Princeton kids, Princeton businesses. Sure. The offensive line for Princeton is, you know, gets Hoagie Haven, the local business. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. But I also think it's interesting. There are other ways where students can make money here. They can host their own camps. For the first yeah, time we're, we're seeing that in Auburn. Bo Nix, yeah, our quarterback's exactly, doing that. Yeah, exactly. That's a big thing. And that's huge for them before they wouldn't get that revenue. Right. There's the camps. There's the autograph signings. I've seen less autograph signings, but I, you know, I, I can imagine that car deal thing. That's a great idea mm-hmm. to have, you know, you come, you come to the car, you know, dealership, you look around and get an autograph from, from a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there are different avenues. Of course, social media is big. We're sticking with Instagram for right now. Keep it simple. Um, with a you know po- a couple posts, a story, pay the kids out. Of course, TikTok, that's big. You TikTok's know, a big deal, out. absolutely. Creative mind. Yeah, know? for sure. Do yeah. um do you guys have like a set metric based on okay, if this kid has a thousand followers, it costs this. If they have twenty two hundred followers, it costs this. If they have ten thousand followers, it costs this. Do you guys have a set metric for that, or is it just kind of range from you know how the conversation goes? So no, we have we have a set set prices, um, not based on followers, just based on based on the content, right? Okay. Our our belief is that each student athlete, if if they're picked for the deal, is is valuable, right? So we want everybody to be paid very similar. In terms of what we charge a sponsor, it's uh, seventy five for an Instagram post, fifty for a story, but it it varies, right? It varies. If you have a kid. That has we have one student athlete who's a ninety eight percent or volleyball girl mm-hmm. with twenty six thousand followers. Wow, that's going to cost more money. As it should, the audience yeah, is bigger. Yeah, as it should. Um, you know, so we try to we try to pay anywhere for the athlete in terms of what we charge the brand. That varies, but for what we pay the athlete, always between twenty five and seventy five dollars. Right, if they're mm-hmm. you know in the five between zero to five thousand, and then we you get up to the bigger numbers. And it varies, just varies. And yeah. the engagement, the likes, everything is just varied. Sure. So I got to ask, uh, have you worked with any uh, any specific Auburn guys? Not yet. Or gals? Other than, uh, than uh, Zep, I mean, he, he signed on. Um, you know, he, he's working through another agency, but we're really excited to just bring him opportunities. Um, you know, and then he'd obviously have to go through whatever process he has to go through. Um, 
but like we have him involved in the deal now. Nothing's finalized, nothing's signed, but it's just really cool to one have guys from all over the country, like Auburn, especially a player of his caliber, right. to be able to have an opportunity for us is really exciting. Yeah, and it's cool to see. I mean, it's going to be guys like him that really benefit from this, especially when we get closer to basketball season. I mean, played in a super small conference, then Bruce Pearl calls him, and you know, he's like, hey, you're one of the more impressive freshmen in all of college basketball last year. Come do it uh, on a big stage. And especially like a month into the season, once he starts, you know, like really putting on a show, it's going to be like, oh, wow, people are going to kind of figure out, you know, who exactly Zep Jasper is. So I think that's awesome. Exactly. Like the, the, I mean, and that's what's so cool about this is right now we're seeing a lot of student athletes not hesitant to take deals, but I think they're getting that maybe if they have, you know, a thousand followers now, they get paid 50 bucks. But if they make, if they have a thousand followers, all of a sudden they win the, you know, division. This could be Division Three Swimming National Championship. All of a sudden they're now worth a hundred bucks. Right. You know what I mean? So like in season, their value could increase, but it, it just, it all varies, you know? Yeah. And it's amazing how many followers some people have. Like Auburn's got a gymnast, Suni Lee, and she's an Olympian. She's going to be, you know, yeah, she's going to be in Tokyo by the end of the week. She's probably there now. And like, she's got like a hundred and something thousand followers. And after the Olympics are done, she's going to be doing normal gymnastics meets at Auburn University, you know, uh, in a few months. And it's, but I mean, she's going to like have all kinds of pull in regards to NIL stuff. Are you an Olympian, an 18 year old Olympian? Are you kidding me? I mean, she's going to cash out like crazy as she should. Good for her. She's going to make a lot more than some of our 98 athletes that have 2000 followers. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's going to, I mean, it's just interesting, you know, who brings an audience and who doesn't. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for chatting. I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to do in regards to, to promoting 98 strong, um, to, uh, to the folks listening? I guess, you know, just to, to emphasize, you know, we're, we're student athlete founded, right? We are, our whole mission is to bring value to the athlete. You have so many kids out there that have these 2000 followers that are not maybe seeing deals elsewhere. Yeah. Sonia Fernandez song is completely free. It's like as easy as it gets. And then we email the kid the opportunity, they accept it or not based on their time. And, you know, if they have the time, if it's finals, they don't have to do it. You know, we're not like, you have to do it. Right. We'd love for you to do it and make money, you know? And then, you know, from there we pay them. They do the content. We pay them as much as we possibly can. And then, you know, it's just, it's just so, it's so rewarding for me as a former student athlete and for Hugh as a former student athlete to be able to work with some of these kids that student athletes for so long that didn't get to have the recognition they deserve. Yeah. They're so pumped. I mean, they're so excited and we're thrilled to be able to work with some of these sponsors like the Uptime Energy has been great. Um, with, with helping us do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. It's been great to come on. I enjoyed that. Um, I'm going to have them on again at some point. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back on Monday. Follow me on Twitter at ZBlackerbridge, on Twitter at Locked on Auburn, and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Yeah, see you then. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.